0: Hey there everyone and welcome to Leap of Faith Podcast. I'm Lorraine. I'm your host and uh, today was supposed to be episode 67.4 but I'm thinking I have to double up because yesterday I missed and I apologize that I wasn't able to get in there and do it but uh, I'm not going to beat myself up because sometimes stuff happens. Life happens Uh, and I'm not going to go into all the details. It wasn't anything bad. There wasn't anything going wrong. Uh, It's just it was just, I had a lot of things going on yesterday. Uh, family stuff. So, um, so I was not able to. I did get the Bible verse up really late last night. So I'm going to quickly touch on that before I even dive in. Uh, but t- yesterday was Teaching Tuesday. And, uh, the Bible verse, if you go to our website, uh, not the website, Facebook, or, um, uh, Instagram. <clears throat> it says uh, in Luke six forty, students are not greater than the teacher, but the student who is fully trained will become like the teacher. Uh, I think that's kind of uh, important to understand, you know, sometimes um, as students, we tend to think that we're the most important and it's all about us and, you know, go back to your days in high school or middle school, you know, you kind of get self, self-absorbed. self But uh, we're not greater than the teacher. We don't know more than the teacher. Uh, but a student who becomes fully trained uh, will become like the teacher. So, you know, going into learning about Jesus, uh, reading about Jesus, uh, getting to know him more and more through the word, uh, that's how you become more Christ like is the more you read about him the more you want to become like him so that's the way I interpreted that uh, Bible verse and I just thought that was kind of kind of cool so just wanted to get that out there uh, I'll give you uh, today is worship Wednesday and I'll give you today's uh, verse after uh, we pray so I believe we're gonna have to do back-to-back uh, chapters today so we'll be doing chapter 15 and 16 and that's very long if you can bear with me. I just want to get us caught up so that, you know, we can keep moving on uh, and not interrupt. So I'm going to pray and then uh, I'll say our Bible verse of the day and then we'll read. So let's pray. Holy and mighty God, we come to you on our faces, Lord. We want to be completely and utterly at your feet and we want to learn from you just like it said we want in the verse yesterday we want to be your student we want to learn and we want to become more christ-like lord so please teach us from your word Uh, help us to understand who you are and how much you love us we want to always put that in the foreground we know how much you love us and we know how much you want to take care of us And we love you so much, and we are grateful and thankful for all that you do and all that you provide, Lord. We are, we just, we just want to be your servants. We want to be in your will, and we want to do what it is that will further the kingdom. So please guide and direct us and help us to be that. Uh, Lord, we are most and most grateful for the sacrifice of your son, Jesus, and the blood that he shed on the cross for us lord we're so grateful that he was obedient to you and he did exactly what he was supposed to do in order to give us the gift of salvation so we're thankful there's nothing we can do or say that can ever repay what he did for us we'll never be good enough but we know that through the blood of jesus that covers all of our sins Lord, I'm grateful for those who are out there who keep following and listening and reading along. Lord, give them the, uh, the diligence, the strength to keep doing this and to keep reading your word, not for me or for Jeremiah, but for them. that They can learn and grow in, in your word. So, Lord, I, I thank for you for all those that are out there, and I pray that more will come. I pray your word will get out there into the four corners of the earth and that everybody can get to hear your loving, kind words in order to get us through this life. You have given us a manual for life, and we uh, are in gratitude. Uh, Lord, we're thankful for our families and our friends. We pray blessings over each one of them, and uh, we ask you to watch over and take care of them. We invite you into this time in your word. Bless it, anoint it, and uh, help us to. Just forget about the world so that we can focus on what it is that you want us to learn from today. Lord, take us where you want us to go. Let us meet the people you want us to meet. Let us say the words you want us to say and keep us out of your way. In Jesus name, amen. All right. So today is worship Wednesday. And uh, so I prayed about this and I just felt like this is what God was giving me. Uh, I have not posted it yet, but uh, this is from uh, Acts 16, and it's verses 25 through uh, 26, 25 and 26. But at midnight, Paul and Silas were praying and singing hymns to God, and the prisoners were listening to them. Suddenly there was a great earthquake, so that the foundations of the prison, prison were shaken, and immediately all the doors were open, and everyone's chains were loosed. I find this an amazing verse uh because uh it teaches us to praise the Lord in the storms. And that's what I was looking for. Um everybody goes through you know storms, everybody goes through troubles. And the way we react, the way that we deal through it, we, the day that we work through it, uh the way that we work through it is how uh, you know the world is watching us and to see how we react and uh i've never i've not always been that person who did it right uh sometimes i was a naysayer sometimes it's you know you feel sorry for yourself why always me you know but why not you you know what makes you any different from anybody else you know so but the fact that you can take a storm and praise the lord through it just got finished reading Job. That man went through more stuff in his life, and we've touched on this before. But yet it took whatever thirty verse, thirty chapters, or thirty-one chapters, or whatever it was, until we got to the very last like two chapters, and that's when God, oh, op- you know, opened up the 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 blinds so that we can see exactly, you know, so Job could see exactly what happened, and uh, you know. Job was right. Job was a righteous man, and he stuck to his guns, and he never wavered, and he always gave God the glory and the praise. And that is an example to live by. So I believe that that's what this is saying. Paul and Silas were living in prison. They were in prison unjustly, thrown into prison. Their chains were loosed. The other part of this, too, if you keep reading it, uh, the 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 guard. Was ready to kill himself because the the prisoners got out. He thought they were gone, but then you know Paul and Silas like, no, don't kill yourself, don't don't do that because we're here, we're all still here. They witnessed to him. Uh, they ended up going to his house and his whole house. Everybody got saved. I mean, it's an amazing story, and all because they were in prison singing to the Lord, praising the Lord. So. It's just an example of what we're supposed to do. uh, When trouble comes, you know, don't don't feel sorry for yourself. You know, you can feel a little sorry for yourself, but, you know, that's just human nature. Anyway, that's the Bible verse of the day. I'm sorry, I'm kind of ranting a little bit, and we got a long ways to go here with two chapters. So, So I'm going to start off with 67.3, chapter uh, 15 in Exodus. I have not pre-read this, so i put a pencil in my hair for a second so I have access to it because I got nowhere else to put it. Um, and then we're going to go into uh, episode 67.4, which is uh, chapter 16. So bear with me if there's names and words. This is a song, I think, uh, that Moses sings to Moses and the people of Israel sang this song to the Lord. So there you go. Chapter 15, I will sing to the Lord for he has triumphed gloriously. He has hurled both horse and rider into the sea. The Lord is my strength and my song. He has given me victory. This is my God and I will praise him. My father's God and I will exalt him. I should have used that Bible verse. The Lord is a warrior. Yahweh is his name. Pharaoh's chariots and army... He has hurled into the sea. The finest of Pharaoh's officers are drowned in the Red Sea. The deep waters gushed over them. They sank to the bottom like a stone. Your right hand, O Lord, is glorious in power. Your right hand, O Lord, smashes the enemy. In the greatness of your majesty, you overthrow those who rise against you. You unleash your blazing fury. It consumes them like straw. At the blast of your breath, the waters piled up. The surging waters stood straight like a wall. In the heart of the sea, the deep waters became hard. The enemy boasted, I will chase them and catch up with them. I will plunder them and consume them. I will flash my sword. My powerful hand will destroy them. But you blew with your breath and the sea covered them. They sank like lead in the mighty waters. Who is like... You among the gods, O Lord, glorious in holiness, awesome in splendor, performing great wonders, you raised your right hand and the earth swallowed our enemies. With your unfailing love you led the people you have with your unfailing love you led the people you have redeemed. In your right, in your might you guide them to your sacred home. The peoples hear and tremble. Anguish grips those who live in Philistia. The leaders of Edom are terrified. The nobles of Moab tremble. All who live in Canaan melt away. Terror and and dread fall upon them. The power of your arm makes them lifeless as stone until your people pass by, O Lord, until the people you purchased pass by. You will bring them in and plant them on your own mountain. The place, O Lord, reserved for your own dwelling, the sanctuary, O Lord, that your hands have established. The Lord will reign forever and ever. When when Pharaoh's horses, chariots, and charioteers rushed into the sea, the Lord brought the water crashing down on them, but the people of Israel had walked through the middle of the sea on dry ground. Then Miriam, the prophet, Aaron's sister, took a tambourine and led all the women as they played their tambourines and danced, and Miriam sang this song. Sing to the Lord, for he has triumphed gloriously. He has hurled both horse and rider into the sea. Bitter Water at Marah Then Moses led the people of Israel away from the Red Sea, and they moved out into the desert of Shur. They traveled in this desert for three days without finding any water. When they came to the oasis of Mara, the water was too bitter to drunk, drink, so they called the place Mara, which means bitter. Then the people complained and turned against Moses. What are we going to drink? They demanded. So Moses cried out to the Lord for help, and the Lord showed him a piece of wood. Moses threw it into the water, and this made the water good to drink. It was there at Marah that the Lord set before them the following decree as a standard to test their faithfulness to him. He said, If you will listen carefully to the voice of the Lord, your God, and do what it is right in his sight, obeying his commands and keeping all his decrees, then I will not make you suffer any of the diseases I sent on the Egyptians, for I am the Lord who heals. After leaving Mara, the Israelites traveled on the oasis of Elam, where they found 12 springs and 70 palm trees. They camped there beside the water. Okay, I'm gonna put a little pause here for a second. You're not gonna know it really because it's just gonna keep continuing, but I'm gonna pause for just a second. Okay, so that was like not even a second for you, but it's been a few minutes for me. Uh, I'm so sorry about that. My son came home from school, so. Uh, so we're going to go right into 67.4 and this is, uh, Exodus chapter 16, manna and quail from heaven. Then the whole community of Israel set out from Elam and journeyed into the wilderness of sin between Elam and Mount Sinai. They arrived there on the 15th day of the second month, one month after leaving the land of Egypt. There, too, the whole community of Israel complained about Moses and Aaron. If only the Lord had killed us back in Egypt, they moaned. There we sat around pots filled with meat and ate all the bread we wanted. But now you have brought us into this wilderness to starve us all to death. Then the Lord said to Moses, Look, I'm going to rain down food from heaven for you. Each day the people can go out and pick up as much food as they need for that day. I will test them in this to see whether or not they will follow my instructions. On the sixth day they will gather food, and when they prepare it, there will be twice as much as usual. So Moses and Aaron said to all the people of Israel, By evening you will realize it was the Lord who brought you out of the land of Egypt. In the morning you will see the glory of the Lord because he has heard your complaints which are against him, not against us. What have we done that you should complain about us? Then Moses added, The Lord will give you meat to eat in the evening and bread to satisfy you in the morning. For he has heard all your complaints against him. What have we done? Yes, Your complaints are against the Lord, not against us. Then Moses said to Aaron, Announce this to the entire community of Israel. Present yourselves before the Lord, for he has heard your complaining. And as Aaron spoke to the whole community of Israel, they looked out toward the wilderness. There they could see the awesome glory of the Lord in the cloud. Then the Lord said to Moses, I have heard the Israelites' complaints. Now tell them, in the evening you will have meat to eat, and in the morning you will have all the bread you want. Then you will know that I am the Lord your God. That evening, vast numbers of quail flew in and covered the camp, and the next morning the area around the camp was wet with dew. When the dew evaporated, evaporated a flaky substance as fine as frost blanketed the ground. The Israelites were puzzled when they saw it. What is it? They asked each other. They had no idea what it was. And Moses told them, It is the food the Lord has given you to eat. These are the Lord's instructions. Each household should gather as much as it needs. Pick up two quarts for each person in your tent. So the people of Israel did as they were told. Some gathered a lot, some only a little. But when they measured it out, everyone had just enough. Those who gathered a lot had nothing left over, and those who gathered only a little had enough. Each family had just what it needed. Then Moses told them, Do not keep any of it until morning. But some of them didn't listen and kept some of it until morning. But by then it was full of maggots and had a terrible smell. Moses was very angry with them. After this, the people gathered the food morning by morning, each family according to its need. And as the sun became hot, the flakes they had not picked up melted and disappeared. On the sixth day, they gathered twice as much as usual, four quarts for each person instead of two. Then all of the leaders of the community came and asked Moses for an explanation. He told them, this is what the Lord commands, commanded. Tomorrow will be a day of complete rest, a holy Sabbath day set apart for the Lord. So bake or broil as much as you want today and set aside what is left for tomorrow. So they put some aside until morning, just as Moses had commanded. And in the morning, the leftover food was wholesome and good, without maggots or odor. Moses said, eat this food today, for today is a Sabbath day dedicated to the Lord. There will be no food on the ground today. You may gather the food for six days, but the seventh day is the Sabbath. There will be no food on the ground that day. Some of the people went out anyway on the seventh day, but they found no food. The Lord asked Moses, how long will these people refuse to obey my commands and instructions? They must realize that the Sabbath is the Lord's gift to you. That is why he gives you a two-day supply on the sixth day, so there will be enough for two days. On the Sabbath day, you must each stay in your place. Do not go out to pick up food on the seventh day. So the people did not gather any food on the seventh day. The Israelites called the food manna. It was white like coriander seed, and it tasted like honey wafers. Then Moses said, This is what the Lord has commanded. For Fill a two-quart container with manna to preserve it for your descendants. Then later generations will be able to see the food I gave you in the wilderness when I set you free from Egypt. Moses said to Aaron, Get a jar and fill it with two quarts of manna, then put it in a sacred place before the Lord to preserve it for all future generations. Aaron did, just as the Lord commanded Moses. He eventually placed it in the Ark of the Covenant in front of the stone tablets inscribed with the terms of the covenant. So the people of Israel ate manna for 40 years until they arrived at the land where they would settle. They ate manna until they came to the border of the land of Canaan. The container used to measure the manna was an omer which was one tenth of an effa, effa it held about two courts well alrighty then that was a lot of information it's kind of interesting that he touched on the uh, ark of the covenant because that hasn't even become anything yet but it's there you know several chapters if not more than that uh before that it was even mentioned the ark of the covenant so all right, let's go back to chapter fifteen. Uh, I didn't highlight a lot at the beginning. Uh, I highlighted uh, verse two. The Lord is my strength and my song; He has given me victory. This is my God, and I will praise Him. My father, my father's God, and I will exalt Him. I think that's pretty cool. That that could have been used as my Bible verse for the day, like I mentioned earlier. Uh, But I didn't because I hadn't read the chapter yet. (laughs) But you know what God gave me, what God gave me to put on that uh, picture today. So it's all good. Um, And then, uh, you know, you you read through that song and it's all about praising God and how wonderful he is and how he got rid of the Egyptians uh, in in the Red Sea. Uh, And then I went into... Verse ten, but you blew with your breath and the sea covered them. They sank like lead in the mighty waters, talking about the Egyptians. I mean, you know, he he's all that. I mean, he really is. He's just he's he's so mighty. I mean, it's just amazing. He blew his breath. And then who is like you among the gods, O Lord? Glorious in hol- holiness, awesome in splendor. You know, again, just giving praise and honor. And then I went down uh, into 20. Miriam the prophet, Aaron's sister, took a tambourine and led all the women as they played their tambourines and danced. And Miriam sang the song. Sing to the Lord, for he has triumphed gloriously. He has hurled both horse and rider into the sea. And then it goes down into the bitter water at Morah. Uh, they, they traveled in the desert for three days without finding any water. When they came to the oasis of Mara, uh, the water was too bitter to drink. Then the people complained and turned against Moses, which, you know, we're going to read about constantly in this whole book. What are we going to drink, they demanded. So Moses cried out to the Lord for help, and the Lord showed him a piece of wood, Moses threw it into the water, and this made the water good to drink. Uh, It was there at Mara that the Lord set before them the following decree as a standard to test their faithfulness. He said, if you will listen, this is amazing to me, I'm going to underline it. He said, if you will listen carefully to the voice of the Lord, your God, and do what is right in his sight, obeying his commands and keeping all his decrees Then I will not make you suffer any of the diseases I sent on the Egyptians, for I am the Lord who heals, who heals you. You know, if you just do what God tells you to do, you know, I think your life is exponentially better. You know, we're going to find that, you know, they grumble and they complain and they turn their back on God and on Moses and you know, this is a, it's coming, it's coming, because they already did it, uh, when they were complaining about not having any food, so they arrived, so go into chapter 16, we're going to jump down, um, in verse one, and like half of one and two, they arrived there between Elam and Mount Sinai, they arrived there on the 15th day of the second month, so, it's a, it sounds to me like it's a month and a half in, one month after leading, Oh, that's right, month and a half in, leading the land of Egypt, there too, the whole community of Israel complained about Moses and Aaron. So, you know, they're a month into it. I'm sure they're tired. You know, there's 600,000 of them, half a million, right? Half a million people traveling across the desert, uh, oh, if only the Lord had killed us back in Egypt there. We sat around and our bellies were full. We ate meat and bread. So then the Lord says in chapter, in verse four, the Lord said to Moses, look, I'm going to rain down food from heaven for you. Each day, the people can go out and pick up as much food as they need for that day. He specifically says, only pick up what you can eat that day, two quarts per person. That's it no, no, somebody's got to go against what they, what God told them. So I didn't highlight anything until actually into 10. So, and as Aaron spoke to the whole community of Israel, they looked out toward the wilderness. There they could see the awesome glory of the Lord in the cloud. And, uh, hang on a second. Let me back up a little bit. The Lord hears their, their complaints against Moses, but they're really complaining against God, you know, about what he's done to them. And then the Lord says to Moses in 11, I have heard the Israelites complaints. Now tell them in the evening, you will have meat to eat. So the quail comes in and in the morning you will have all the bread you want. And so the evening vast quail flew in, covered the camp. And then the next morning, there was the wet dew. When the dew evaporated, there was a flaky substance, as fine as frost, blanketing the ground. The Israelites were like, what is that? And Moses told them, it is the food the Lord has given you to eat. These are the Lord's instructions. Each household should gather as much as it needs. That's all you need. Uh, pick up two quarts for each person in your tent. Then I highlighted all of 17 and 18. So the people of Israel did, as they were told, they, some gathered a lot, some only a little, but when they measured it out, everyone had just enough. And those who gathered a lot had nothing left over, and those who gathered only a little had enough. Each family had just what it needed. Then Moses told them, Do not keep any of it until morning, but some of them didn't listen. And kept some of it until morning. But by then it was full of maggots and had a terrible smell. Moses was very angry with them. Well, yeah, you know, all you got to do is just listen. Be faithful. Have faith that God's going to provide for you because he will. He always does. You know, you just have to have faith. Uh, So after this, the people gathered the food morning by morning, each family according to its need. Uh, Then I went down into 23. Oh, and then they, it starts talking about the Sabbath. So, and as, uh, on the sixth day, they gathered twice as much as usual, four courts for each family, or I'm sorry, for each person instead of two. Then all the leaders of the community came and asked Moses for an explanation. And he tells them, this is what the Lord commanded. Tomorrow will be a day of complete rest, a holy Sabbath day set apart for the Lord. So bake or broil or boil as much as you want today and set aside what is left for tomorrow so they put some aside until morning just as Moses had commanded and in the morning the leftover food was wholesome and good no maggots no odor Uh, Moses said eat this food today for today is a Sabbath day dedicated to the Lord there will be no food on the ground today you may gather the food for six days but the seventh day is the Sabbath some of the people went out anyway This is in uh, verse 27. They did it anyway. It's like, how much do you have to like learn here on the seventh day? But they found no food because that's what God told them. God said, there's not going to be any food. Don't go out there. You know, the Lord asked Moses, how long will these people refuse to obey my commands and instructions? They must realize that the Sabbath is the Lord's gift to you. This is what. I'm sorry, that is why he gives you a two-day supply on the sixth day, so there will be enough for two days. So the sixth day, the seventh day, and then, of course, going into the first day. So the people did not gather any food on the seventh day. They rested, thank God. The Israelites called the food manna. It was white like coriander seed, and it tasted like honey wafers. I would like to, I'm kind of interested to find out what this manna tasted like from heaven. Then Moses uh, said to Aaron, and I find this interesting. This is where I mentioned about the Ark of the Covenant. Moses said to Aaron, get a jar and fill it with two quarts of manna, then put it in a sacred place before the Lord to preserve it for all future generations. And Aaron did just as the Lord had commanded. He eventually placed it in the Ark of the Covenant, which hasn't been even made yet. Uh, So that's what we are going to be reading about later on. And then in 36, the container used to measure the manna was an omer, uh, which was one-tenth of an ephah. It held about two quarts. I don't, I don't know what that looks like. I'm sure we can probably look it up and find out. So that's it. We covered our two chapters. I'm sorry it's taken me 30 minutes, but it is what it is. That means 15 minutes a chapter, so I'm actually right spot on. So if you need to break this up, Go for it. If you can't listen to it all at once, I totally get that. Um, so that's it for today. Uh, it, it's always interesting reading uh, what's happening with, with the Israelites and what yeah, they keep being disobedient to God. It's amazing. And it's not going to be the last time either. So, uh, But speaking of obedience, if you're hearing God calling you and asking you to um, put your trust in Jesus... Uh, this is your time. This is your moment. I always give you that opportunity. Uh, so I'm going to say the, uh, prayer of salvation. Uh, if you feel like God is calling you, which I hope he is, uh, feel free to say the prayer with me, with me, not to me. Uh, this is between you and God. This is not about you and me or my, our relationship or whatever. So, uh, you know, um, I, I hope you put your trust in Jesus, make him Lord of your life, because it's life-changing. So we're going to pray uh, right now. Heavenly Father, today I put my trust in you. I am not perfect and know that I have sinned against you. Please forgive me. I thank you for the sacrifice of your one and only son, Jesus Christ, on the cross. It's his perfect and spotless blood that covers all of my sins, past, present, and future. On this day, I accept him as my Lord and Savior, into my heart, and will live my life for him. Thank you for my salvation. In Jesus' name, amen. If you said that prayer for the first time, congratulations and welcome into the uh, family of Christ. Uh, You're a brother or sister, and uh, it's amazing. It's a new life. It's a new birthday. We uh, recommend you mark it in your Bible that today was your day, whatever day it might be. Uh, It could be month from now a year from now whatever day you might have found us I have no idea but I just glad that you decided to make Jesus Lord of your life Uh, we also suggest and recommend you get to a church or a pastor uh, if you've got questions uh, to be answered you know get to somebody who knows what they're they're talking about and we also suggest you get involved you know become a disciple and, uh, you know, God needs you to be the hands and feet of, uh, of his ministry of this kingdom. And uh, it, it's very important to do the work that God is putting on your heart to do. So, you know, you'll figure it out. You know, pray, pray, pray. God will answer your prayers. He will. Uh, he is so faithful. It's amazing. And the more you read, the more you're going to get to know that. I'm. Uh, it's uh, it's awesome. I, I don't know what else to say, but it is really awesome. So, uh with that, I am going to say that's it for today. Um I hope that you did receive Christ and if you did, you can uh email me or Jeremiah at leapofaithpodcast.org. Uh you can send us an instant message on our Facebook page. Uh just uh, we'd love to hear from you and uh communicate. We check to see uh if if we're getting comments. So, Uh, That's it for today. God bless you. Uh, I don't know what time of day it is, morning, noon, or night, but uh, I'm just glad that you were able to join us. And uh, I will see you tomorrow. So take care and God bless.